Welcome to the Self-Awareness Saga, the podcast, of course, hosted by yours truly, Charlene Ashar, whichever you prefer. Today's episode eight, Relationships and Sex. Let's get one thing out in the open, all right? Love. What is love? So according to Google, Love is a close bond with another that goes deeper than affection, attraction, lust, or friendship. You know, to me, I'm sorry, I'm ger- I'm currently drinking tea. So if you hear me like slurping something, <laughs> it's tea. So um, let's get back on track. Uh, I think uh, love is a deep mutual expression of respect. Trust, honesty, integrity, intimacy, chemistry, and of course, partnership. You know, love is something best experienced together. You, you can find it in each other, not separately. Now, you guys know I don't give advice, only my personal experience. So I'll be, I'll be explaining my personal experiences with love and sex, all the good, the bad, and the raw. This fucking cat, son. She's like geeking right now. It's like 8.55 a.m. And I don't know why, but in the morning, she just has the most energy. It'd be like 6 a.m. and she's just running around going crazy. But um, my love relationships all started with my first love. And of course, I'm going to focus on the relationship part before sex because, you know, relationships came before sex. Well, for me, at least. <laughs> so I found my first love pretty early. I was in seventh grade going into eighth grade. It was the summer, like seventh grade summer going into eighth grade. Um, we were on and off till my sophomore year in high school. A lot of people say, you know, their first love wasn't love. It's what they quote unquote thought it was. But believe it or not, it was love or what you thought love was to be. And in that relationship, I learned how to express myself with words because of that. Before, I will only be able to express myself through actions. But I couldn't, I couldn't ever express my romantic emotions through words like to sit here and really tell you how I'm feeling. It was just so weird to me. I just couldn't do it. And it's crazy because since he was older than me, I learned a lot. Like a lot. But we had to end because it was literally too much for me at such a young, fragile age. He didn't take it too well. And that's when I was utterly disrespected by him. I'll never forget this day. I was. It was like two days before my 16th birthday or probably three days. And I was in class. I got the notification and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I started reading it and I'm just lost for words. Like, I just, I remember showing my friend like the text. And even she was just like, what? Like, when I tell you I never received a message that was filled with so much animosity like this 
Like, he really, in one of the parts, mind you, this is a message, a text message on Messenger. It's a whole essay with an intro, three body paragraphs, and a conclusion about how much he hates me. And I'm just like, what the fuck did I do to make you feel this way? Like, I I didn't understand. Like, it literally did not make sense to me at all. And what the? I'm going to be her. I'm going to be her. I'm going to be her. Y'all hear this? This is what I'm dealing with. She's like a roach, bro. Like, she's literally like a roach. I'm going to beat your ass. Move. You hear her crying? Because she's about to learn. Sorry for that interruption. See, this is why I don't record in my room where she is because she do shit like that. Back to the story. So... I remember specifically, like, I would never forget this message. Like, I remember in one line, he literally said, like, I thought God brought you into my life, but it was the devil himself. He was like, oh, um, when you die, I don't be laughing as they put in your grave, you know, lower into the ground, and he'll stick the middle finger, like, mad extra shit that he just had like he just didn't have to say bro like like you can tell that he was that he was a hurt man trying to hurt me and it was disgusting it was really disgusting but I moved on from that I forgave and kept it pushing because holding on to grudges is going to hurt me way more in the long run and I refuse to let some shit somebody else say to affect me that much where it changes my character, you know? Because if I allow myself to to let him hurt me, like for me to like hold the grudges shit, that's me changing myself because I'm already the type of person that don't hold grudges, bro. You do something shit to me, like like I'm friends with all my exes. If we not, it's because of you, bro. Like it's literally not me at all. Like I'm not that type of female. But... My second love was the first guy to meet my mother and be welcomed into my home. With this love, I was a little bit more mature than the last, but I was definitely like day room in some ways. <laughs> like, you know, I'm still a child. Like I was like 17 years old, you know? So I would say I was mature for my age, but it wasn't like I'm on this timing. I'm not who I like who I am now. I was not who I am now. But this was the first guy I showed off on social media, spent money on, went on dates with and shit, you know? Like this was a more, like this was an actual teenage love where you go out and shit like that. I learned how to accept myself, flaws and all, because of this relationship. Like he, he taught me, like I remember messing with him was when I had got my braces and he had, I was feeling real insecure about it at first because it, it felt mad weird. Like anyone with braces know once you start, when you, once you get that shit for the first time, it feels like a whole nother layer over your teeth and it's just so uncomfortable. Like it's weird as fuck. But I truly did love him, but it ended because of disrespect. Something similar to the last, but nothing as like, like that. 
what he said cannot compare to that essay I had received and I was telling you about prior. But let me tell you what happened. So basically, he would just, bro, I don't know if this man had a period or whatever the case may be, but there'll be times where we're speaking and he would just like throw some shade for no reason. And at first, you know, I'm, I'm going to ignore it, you know, get the, what are you doing? Get off. Yeah, at first I was ignoring it, but it's like, <laughs> how long can you ignore shit that keeps irritating you, you know? I remember he wanted to jink and it was raining. I'm like, bro, I don't want to travel in the rain. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, we could, we could link up another time. He was tight. And I remember at the time, like, Transformers had came out. And I know that's, like, his favorite series. So, you know, I offered to, to take him to the movies. You know what he said? It's not even like he dubbed me. Like, like he dubbed the movies. Nigga said, I want to see the movie. Just not with you. After that, I was like, bro, like, what's... You're doing too much. Like, it was just toxic to the point where I felt like every time we spoke, I was surrounding myself with negativity. And I'm not, I'm not sure what he was dealing with. Like, if he was dealing with his own demons that he didn't speak on. But he directed those feelings towards me. I brushed it off in the beginning, but the little things turned to big things. And I got fed up. I didn't want to surround myself with that, so I called a break. Then he started moving like he didn't care. Then started smothering me to the point where I needed physical space so I so I can better myself for the sake of our relationship. And he just wouldn't respect my wishes. I constantly was dis- disrespected, so I called it quits. I couldn't allow someone to treat me less than what I know I'm worth because then I'll be settling. As if there wasn't someone better out there willing to treat me like the queen I am. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. I started messing around with a close friend, right? It was a close friend of mine. We started messing around with some friends with benefits timing, but no sex. I was still a virgin. It was fun sneaking around since, you know, no one in school knew. And the way it all started was funny, like... We were on a college trip, and I don't know (laughs) how, but eventually, like, we was talking. Mind you, we always had that type of relationship where we're talking about our links and inquire and you know, inquires with the opposite sex. You know, what what's going on? Our encounters with these with people. And those were the, always the conversations we had because we were always similar in the means of like how we how we be dogging these people. You feel me? Like, so we be talking to each other about our experiences, and eventually, like the conversation drifted, and nigga, like, stop playing or I'll come see your room tonight. I'm like, shit, pull up. Like, <laughs> it's crazy because. The link didn't even happen that night, like, on the college trip. I forgot why, but it didn't happen. But just because it didn't happen at that moment doesn't mean it didn't happen at all. 
We made it happen. And from then on, we just kept jinking. We kept linking. And at first, he would pull up and then dip, which is what we agreed on. You know, we were still bros. We just do our thing and part ways. But then we started texting more often. And then eventually, like, he'll pull up and he wouldn't just leave. He would chill. Then eventually, he'll even pull up when I'm on my period. Like, we'll just be in the crib watching movies and shit. Yo, it's funny because I'll never forget one time we watched a movie Friends with Benefits together. And I remember, like, when they started falling in love and, like, how it happened and, like, them getting closer and shit, we was really giving each other the side eye, like, it, it feels like deja vu, like I'm watching my life. <laughs> but this fucking, hold on. <laughs> Yo. The pod is about to die. Oh, my God. Oh, see, this is why, yo, anyone who knows me or just got me on social media always seen me with wires. There's a reason as, like, there's a reason why. And it's because wires would never do this to me. Like, this shit is about to die. What kind of ghetto shit is this? Hold on. All right. My fault again. I told y'all my AirPods had died on me. But, um, yeah, eventually we found ourselves liking each other. And, like, we never had any disagreements, any arguments. Everything was Gucci vibes. We had an understanding. Everything was mutual. So we took it to another point, and he made me his girlfriend. And I loved it. I loved it so much. And it was crazy because I didn't even tell y'all, like, before I used to sneak him in my, in my crib. Mom, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry to tell you, but, uh, yup, I was sneaking him in the crib. The way I was sneaking him was so tacked, too. Ah, uh, now that's juice I can't even spill, son. <laughs> but, yeah, eventually he made me his girlfriend, and then I lost my virginity. I lost my virginity to him, and it was a great first time. Most females have horrific experiences on their first time, and I thank God that I lost it to a man that nurtured my body and made sure that he catered to all my needs. That was definitely an epic love. We stayed together till my freshman year in college, in college, my fault. And eventually we had broken up. We had broke up because he was dealing with things that I couldn't help him with. I understand that a lot of people will say, you know, you have to be there for your partner through the highs and the lows. But this was a low that he had to experience on his own to grow as a man. I saw that, but he didn't at the time. So he was lost, confused. You know, but I knew that I was doing this to better him as a man. Not even just for me to have him in the future, but for him as as an individual. Let me give you some insight. So basically he was he was dealing with a lot in the means of like school, you know, being a freshman and starting your first year and dealing with failing classes and feeling as if like 
you're wasting your parents' bread. You feel me? Like, he was very underwhelmed. Um, I mean, overwhelmed and just feeling very discouraged. And I will help him with that. But it's like so far that your words can take someone. You feel me? Like, you can give them that that uplift those uplift, uplifting words and shit. But it's like it's it's their job to take those words and put it into action and actually apply it to their life. He wasn't doing that. So I was like the only thing good going on in his life. The only thing that was making him happy and shit. And honestly, I found that pretty selfish because now the weight is on me to keep you sane. As a female going through the same things that you're going through, you know, being a newbie on a campus that they're unfamiliar with, and, you know, dealing with classes and shit like that and just life as a whole and also feeling as if it was my duty to keep you not even relationship-wise happy but as an individual happy, that's too much. That's too much. It was overwhelming for me. Like, I was getting drained. So I told him, I said, yo, bro, like, we got to take a break. We have to because now I'm preying how emotionally dependent you are on me. And that's not okay. For us to grow as a partnership, we have to be whole even without each other. And we weren't. We weren't at all. And I also felt as if I was giving 75 and he was giving 25. And I understand that you have to be willing to, like I said, deal with the, the lows and the highs. But that was something he had to go through himself. And still to this day, I'm grateful that I did that because... Even he sees how much he needed that and how much he grew because of that. So a lot of people thinking that, you know, I was being selfish because of that. Honestly, if you really look at it in the bigger perspective, I was being selfless. I was willing to be without what I considered the love of my life and be alone so he can be better. Not a lot of people have that in them to do that. They do not. So I applaud myself, pat on my, pat on my back, you shit me? Because now, today, as we speak, he's a better man because of it. After a while, you know, after we had broke up, I was talking to someone and I eventually, you know, had my second body. And let me tell you about this one. Jesus this guy was so so he puts the t the o the x the i the c in toxic <laughs> he made the word toxic bro did everyone created this word for this man like for this one nigga bro the time we spent together felt so much longer than it really was so let me put you on we started fucking with each other everything is gucci gucci Gucci. That's why I lost. That's why I said lost it. That's why, you know, he became my second body because everything was Gucci. But then I started praying shit. I started praying who this nigga really is. And let me tell you, it was not it was not pretty. This nigga had bitches all over. Yo, it's crazy because this this relationship, this fling, this this thing we had, 
fell into the course of probably four months and it felt like four years. If I tell y'all everything that went on with this relationship, probably would take the whole, like, y'all see the time, the time that it is right now that y'all at and the, like, you know, how far y'all in into this podcast. That's how long it would take for me to explain my relationship with this man. Because there's so many things that went on. Like, I don't know how I lasted that long. Nah, I know how I lasted that long. I lasted that long because I was honestly enjoying myself. Because it was entertaining. It it definitely was entertaining. And also, I was getting my, my own out of it. I knew not to invest too, too much of myself in this because of who he really is. So, I played my I played my part. And I liked it. And like I said, it was entertaining. Like, he was... The thing about him is, bro, like, I could have been dipped if he wasn't who he is. Like, all right. I'm telling y'all he's toxic, but, like, deep down, deep, deep down, he's such a great person. He's a He has a great personality, a great vibe, like, everything. But he had his own personal demons that he experienced at such a young age that just fucked him over. Like, a lot of people don't mature in that way you know grow from their emotional triggers instead that shit fucks up everything that happens after that and that's exactly what happened with him he didn't grow from the shit that he experienced as a child so it fucked him over when he dealt with everything else like there's a reason why toxic people are toxic and it's it's rooted from something deep down like in their roots some people like everyone has a little toxic in them it's just some people grow from the emotional triggers and some don't so that's what you know yeah i, I shouldn't have to explain to me. yeah yeah you yeah, know what the fuck i'm talking about so yeah off rip i found out that he got a whole other femme he got a whole other fam, bro. A he's saying I love you too type shit. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I press him. I press him like, yo, what's good? What's really good? And I stopped fucking with him for a minute. I stopped fucking with him for a minute after that. And then one night. One night, niggas. Niggas had a deep conversation got drunk got smacked and uh you know what happened then (laughs) and yeah son you know what i'm not even gonna tell y'all the whole lovey-dovey shit that happened with us because it's it's the same it's the same with all these relationships my nigga like let me just tell you the toxic shit that was different from all the rest the shit that really is baffling yo this man has been accused of rape And I'm sure that, like, it's been proven that she was capping. But the fact that there was an accusation, so let's start there. That was that was the first thing. Well, no, no, no. The first thing, like I said, was him having a whole other femme, whole other female, to the accusation against him. Three, apparently, that accusation became false, and apparently she had gave him head there's that another one messing with females yo 
Chlamydia! Accusations that he had caught cute chlamydia. Chlamydia. <sighs> There's that. Bro, getting femmes pregnant. Beaten on. <sighs> it's not funny. It's not funny at all. But when you when you experience such traumatic shit with these niggas, the only thing you can really do is laugh. You gotta laugh shit off, man. Because if you don't, you're gonna be an angry ass, bitter bitch. And I refuse to let these niggas make me bitter. So I'ma laugh shit off. I'ma laugh and I'ma laugh all the way to the bank. Because these niggas is not is not going to make me like them toxic it's a dub so let me tell y'all so like i said all these things that this nigga was doing mind you i don't know what was okay you remember my rated r episode when i said i I reached a very low point when i was experiencing all those shits is when i was with that nigga so maybe that's why i was tolerating that shit and also because he was honestly probably the only person in my corner so maybe that's why i was tolerating it but he was he was too toxic for me, bro. I, I I ended off I ended it off, and ever since then, I never went back, and I never will. I can't give him the satisfaction of getting me again, even if it was just a link, and that's it. Nothing. Oh my God, he cannot. He cannot. Cause he's just so toxic. Like he's sick. That Nick, that man is sick, and yet after you see all these things I told y'all with him, how he's toxic, he's still he's still at the end of the day is gonna deny it all, and also still claims he wants me and that he loves me. How, how, how? Come on, man! It's funny because at the time I remember a boogie had came up with voices in my head. And I used to tell him, I said, I do all the same fucking things you do. We are both the same. I am just like you. Yeah. I used to tell him this shit. I'm like, yo, bro, you really trying to cap to me, bro? And it's crazy because we are, we are the same in the means of doing what the fuck we want and lying and shit. I do that too. Cause I th- <laughs> He's, he don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was doing me while he was doing him. But the thing of the difference between us two is that he was sloppy. He was sloppy and he was nasty. Cause shit, I wasn't out here getting pregnant. I wasn't out here catching diseases, STDs, breaking people's hearts, leading people on. Well, any any encounter, sexual encounter, relation, whatever the case may be, you know the vibe. I don't leave people on, son. Like I don't. I know how that feels. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm gonna let you know what it what the case what it is. You feel me? Like if we just vibing, if this is gonna escalate, whatever it is. He he can't say the same. So after that, I was on demon timing. Demon timing. Like fuck these niggas. <laughs> Very much so that. And I've been Gucci since. Period. Like 
that wasn't a relationship, but that's just something I needed to add on to this, like in the in the relationship category because of how much I went through with that nigga. But on to the sex topic, on to the sex. So y'all know that you know uh, that nigga was my second body. Instead of like you know saying all my sexual encounters, I'm gonna base this you know topic on categories. Worst sex experience is best. Weirdest shit, craziest shit. What I like, what you feel me? So let's go on, yo. I'm so hungry. I need to speed this shit up. All right. My worst sex experience would be when this one nigga like, like it was it was Gucci, right? It was going Gucci. The foreplay leading into the sex was Gucci. When he in the size, everything, everything about the man was Gucci. He inserted, felt Gucci. His show game was valid. But then, I realized that he can't handle me. He cannot handle me, bro. A few little pump pumps and back shots, these niggas fold, bro. They showed their true colors. Because, you know, I'm not an average friend. I'm not a, a average body built femme. And also, what's inside in the means of the WAP, <laughs> it ain't average either. And it's this sex experience showed that. Because when I tell y'all this man folded, bro, he folded bad. Like, to the point where, like, I, I that thing was my first time where I didn't, I wasn't satisfied. That never happened to me, bro. Like he, I felt, I felt treached. Like he just used me. Like he just got his nut, and he was Gucci, and that was that. Nigga knocked, said what? Like I understand, I understand. Like that, not a lot of niggas could take me. Like you not, you you not quick. Okay, that's fine. But trust and believe, you ain't putting your boxes on and going to sleep. You're going to take that 10-minute break, whatever you need to to, to to regroup, and you hopping back in. What are you talking about going to sleep? Are you crazy? No, you're drunk. You're drunk, and you're doing crack. I was baffled. I said, no way. Never would this man see me again. Are you kidding me? Son. And the fact that, like... Why is your dick big? You don't even give it to me. You don't even deserve it. You don't need it. Obviously, you don't. If you out here moving like this, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> so that was my worst sexual experience, which is crazy because I've heard sex, some, some encounters people have been having, and that's definitely not bad at all. Like, nothing quick is probably, like, an easy way to go out from, from what I be hearing. But... I think the weirdest shit I've done, what was weird? Yo, I don't, I don't even think I want to say this because my mom deadass be look, listening to my podcast and this involves her. Like, I don't want to say this, but I do because it's so fucking wacky. Oh my God. Yo, I want to say it. You know what? Honestly, I'm a grown-ass woman. You just gonna have to... Nah, 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 nah. I'm taking this to the grave when it comes to my mom. I'm taking it to the grave. Fuck a deathbed. I'm taking it to the grave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't say it, son. I can't say it. It's too crazy. 
It's too crazy. Nah, but honestly, bro, move safe out here. Because when I tell y'all, yo, for the females, these niggas do not care. They do not care. They gonna raw dog anything. And I know it for a fact. Just listen, look, yo. Listen to a femme that's lived on a college campus. When I tell you I know how these niggas are, they are ruthless and nasty. Nasty. Having sex on mattresses with blood on it. Eating girls that you've just met and it's the first link. Having bitches linking you, hopping through windows. Listen, ladies, these niggas don't care to wrap it up. They don't get checked. If you got to do it, you got to do it. Walk with those condoms, baby. Trojan your body. Trojan your body. Okay? These niggas do not care. They are so nasty. It's it's alarming. It's really alarming. And not only that, please don't be in a situation where you're with a man who is not truly invested in you and he has you on birth control. Don't do it. Do not mess up your body to give niggas the satisfaction of enjoying their nuts. Fuck them. Fuck them. If you don't truly want to be on birth control and there's no real need to, do not. Do not harm your body. Do not put your body through that if it's not necessary, bro. Fuck these niggas, bro. They could nut on your back. <laughs> they could nut anywhere else except for... Inst- no, no. Are you my husband? You shitting me? Me on birth control for you. Get the fuck out of here. Please. Please sincerely suck my dick. Because there's no way in hell I'm out here putting these chemicals in my body just so you could enjoy your orgasm. Never. 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 N-E-V-E-R. Okay? Because these... Yo, when I tell you fuck these niggas, bro, fuck these niggas. They don't give a fuck, bro. Like, if these niggas don't have the 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 courtesy to wrap it up, you gonna go the extra mile to take a pill every day at the same time. Not even for you, but for them. Like, I wanna understand if both of y'all is benefiting off him, off that birth control. But you not. It's only him getting the win. It's a win-lose situation. Why put yourself in that position? Do not do that. Please do not. Like I said, only if necessary. Like I said, say sex, wrap it up. Wrap it up. You think that this nigga is loyal, I promise you. I promise you. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. You heard me, You heard what I said. Trojan your body. Trojan your fucking body, okay? Because, like I said, these niggas do not give a fuck. So, if you gotta walk around... With five condoms in your bag daily, do that. Do that. Because I know that there's men out here who know that they're about to have a link and get down and dirty. And they're not walking with that in their pocket, bro. Honestly, fuck that. Fuck those niggas. Don't even be having sexual encounters with men like that. And to men, 
don't be don't don't be out here linking these girls who are using you for nuts okay have more respect for yourself and that goes both ways as well i know there's a lot of females out here who really be treating out these guys bro only be linking them at night you're not a roach you're not a roach do not let her just use your dick not even your body she just use your dick because she don't want you touching her hunger her none of that she get what she wants she leave don't let her do that to you don't let her do that to you king don't don't but enough of you know the motivational shit let me go back to what i like okay what i like if you let me let me first let me start off by saying this if you're not eating ass do not text me do not text me all right my shit fat it deserves to be eaten if you're not eating it holla at me from now bro and if you a nigga who don't even like eating pussy you don't even deserve to eat me you, I said eat me. You don't even deserve to link me, okay? I I like getting my ass in, and you don't even eat pussy? You're a kid. You're a fucking kid. Wow, sherm. You fucking sherm ball. You don't eat nani? Wow, you think it's nasty? Ah, boo. Poops, throw them in the garbage. Don't mean a garbage. It's where you belong. Because what? Come on. How you out here having sex and you not having head? Like, sex without oral is that ass, like, not even sex. Like, that's, like, fucking. <laughs> yeah, out here fucking. I don't like fucking. I like sex. I like having sex. If you not on grown people timing, holla at me. Thank you. Trust and believe that. Another thing. Size. Size. I don't care if you got a big dick. I could fuck with an average size dick, nigga. Because, listen, it be the niggas with big dicks who don't even be knowing how to use it. Like like I said, give it to me because you don't even deserve it. You don't deserve it. Niggas be having big dicks with no stroke game. Like, you think your dick's going to work for you? No, nigga. You got to own that shit. That's why I will always prefer the average size nigga. You know why? They go the extra mile. Because they know they dick can't do it all. So they be going extra mile to make sure that you satisfied. Yes. Bring that energy my way. That's what I need. That's what that's the kind of energy I need. These niggas, bro, these big dick niggas, bro, they're whack. They're whack as fuck. Now I can't I can't make such a general statement like that because they be they be niggas who be packing who know what they doing. But please don't make a preference based on size. Like size does not matter it's all about what you do with it and also it depends on thickness there be niggas who have a long dick and that shit skinny like yeah you can touch my heart but can you break my walls down let that simmer let that fucking simmer these long dick skinny skinny dick niggas are gay no i like me an average fat schmeat okay that's the nigga who gets shit done, okay? And bitches be scared to say it, but I like giving head. I do. I do. Like, I don't even be caring to please that nigga. Like, that shit is wavy for me. Like, that's when the whore in me can can escape, can wild out, can do as she please. That's when you see my body, bro. And listen, it can get real tree over here, okay? So, yeah, I like giving head. I like going... Listen, I'm on all the nasty antics if you want to 
flex the car, flex the shower, flex on the period, everything. I'm willing to do it all. One thing I'm not willing to do is the public bathrooms, though. Like, that's a dub for me. Public bathrooms is that dirty. Like, I'm sorry. And also, I don't want to be in a situation where I could, I could be... I could risk being on a social media platform. Like, there's niggas walking in bathrooms, bro. Like, Donna, Donna from, from Black Ink Crew, they got exposed because she caught a kill in the bathroom. That's a dub. That's not happening for me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be that, that femme who is in the store getting it on and somebody is that's like laughing and shit and recording on Snap. Dub. Mm-mm. It's, it's, it's not even about... It's not even about yeah it is about respect but it's also about being clean like public bathrooms though bro like i could flex it in a in a, in a fucking picnic like but a a, a bathroom Mm-mm. coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus no thank you i'm good off that thank you mm-hmm. thank you i'm really good off that but yeah, did I cover it all? I'm sure I did not cover it at all. Listen, I'm going to just make this statement be out of here because I'm starving. But please your man, please your woman. Do it safely. Only do things you want to do. Please do not be in a situation where someone might be forcing you to do something and you feel as if you are obligated to do something. You're not obligated to do anything you don't want to do. Like, Put that in bold statements. You're not obligated to do anything you do not want to do. Please be safe. I understand you trust your partner, but please, you don't. These niggas is grimy. You don't know what anyone is, what anyone is truly doing behind your back. Please be safe. And have fun. We're fucking young. Like, we're young as fuck. Like, I'm about to be 21. Like, this is the time to be alive. Like, Ladies, your pussy will never be as wet as it is right now. Please, please have fun. Have fun. And don't be settling down too soon if you don't want to. Please. Like, being in relationships in your 20s is probably, like, one of the biggest L's you can take. Because that shit holds you back from doing a lot of things in life. From traveling. From enjoying times with your friend. From just having fun sex, bro. Like, that shit is an added stress that you do not need, bro. Let the bills and other shit and family stress you out. Don't let a nigga stress you out, please. <laughs> no, no, honey. If anything, they should be easing that shit for you. They should be massaging you. Massaging that stress out of you. Dicking that stress out of you, period. Like, And also, don't be a roach. Don't be somebody he's linking only to kill at night. Let this man take you out. Make sure he's taking you out. If he's not taking you out, flaunting you, I'm not even saying like he got to post you and all that, but to show that he appreciates you, if he's not doing that, why does he deserve your your vagina? No. Mm-mm. No. No, ma'am. No can't do, sir. If you're, not, if you're not showing me you deserve it, I'm not giving it. That's it. And also, like I said, I got that wop. I can't just be, you know, giving it out. Shit. There's going to be a long-ass line behind me of thirsty-ass niggas. How's it up? No. Thank you. But no thank you. And I think that's what I'm going to end that off with. Because I'm starving, like I said before. Like, I need to go actually smoke and eat. Like, 
I have a plate of food right beside me that's waiting for me to demolish it. So, on that note, stay up like layups. Never pass that ass.